0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to episode seven now of the Gambling Couch podcast. I'm here, joined uh, today by Jordan Dyer of the Lubcast, not by Feig. Feig is going on some trek across the country or some shit. He did tell us where he was going. He just said I'm getting in the car for six hours. So we hope he makes it to wherever he's going in one piece. But Jordan, thanks for coming on.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm super excited. Got the NBA finals coming up tomorrow. Um, Gonna definitely lay some some bets down. So let's do it.
0: That's where we're going to start today. Uh, we're going to start with the spread in total for game one of the NBA fucking finals, which our Celtics are in. The Warriors come in as four point favorites, total two twelve and a half. and a half. Line opened at three and a half and went to four with 78% of the public, according to Bleacher Report, on Golden State minus four. Jordan, why does this seem too easy? You know, Golden State minus four, why does that seem like, you know, that should be an auto take? The Warriors are obviously going to come out hot. Um, but why did like, you know, why is the spread what it is? What do you think? Uh,
1: honestly, I, I think the, I think that's the right number. Uh, I know it, it might seem like the Warriors should blow us out this game or blow the Celtics out, but I mean, the smarts off the injury report, the Celts had three days off. I think they're going to uh, come in well-rested and play well. I, I am, I am leaning uh, Warriors minus three and a half, but I think
0: that's the correct number. Honestly, what do you think? I honestly think that I th- actually, you know what, what happened, what happened? I think that with the line uh, being what it is, I th- it makes sense for the public to jump all over it. Right. I mean, you, th- you look at the warriors, all this rest, they've been playing their, you know, 2016 brand of basketball that I've been talking about so much, they look really unstoppable. And from the open up as, you know, three and a half, four point favorites, but you know, anything under five, I think the public's going to jump all over. I think they're kind of writing. I think they're, I think the f- spread really indicates how well the Celtics play defensively and how good of a team they are, because also, you know, what could really happen is I could see the Celtics jumping out to a lead and then choking it again, like they have all playoffs long. So I think the spread's accurate. I think that it really factors in how good the Celtics are as a team to be only four point dogs against this Warriors team, the way they're playing in golden state, I think is a massive prop to the Celtics, but you know, I obviously see why the public is all over the Warriors. It makes complete sense. But I would lean Celtics plus four, just because of how easy the Warriors minus four seems, and because of the fact that the public's all over it as well. While you know, I could obviously see the Warriors winning this game by ten plus points. I could also see the Celtics stealing a you know massive game one in Golden State um, and really getting off the series on a good note for us. Yeah, I could I could see it going either way. Like
1: I, I honestly. I don't have a lot of feel on on the spread there. I think that's basically a coin flip, and I'm hopefully going to stay away uh, until I inevitably live at the Celtics in the fourth quarter.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that that tends to happen way way too often for us. But you know, a bet that I am going to take in this game already is the over, which is two twelve and a half total. Open at two eleven. Feige and I talked about this last time. I love this total. Uh, I think that these teams are too high powered offensively to not put up a two hundred thirteen combined points. I know both defenses are pretty good, but I think both teams turn the ball over way too much to keep that number under two twelve and a half.
1: Yeah, I agree with you. I'm I'm leaning over as well. And I think because of the turnovers that you mentioned, it's gonna be a super fast-paced game and fast-paced series. Like this is gonna be the opposite of the Heat series where it was a grinded out, everyone's missing shots. Uh, these teams are gonna get out and run, get out and transition, probably gonna hit some transition threes. So yeah, I think 212 is too low of a number to not take the over.
0: My only concern with the Celtics is just what Celtics team is going to show up. You know, we've seen probably three different Celtics teams show up in this playoffs. We see the ones that can get off to a hot start and choke it away. Um, you know, slow start, then come back at the end and just in just also a solid Boston Celtics team. So for me, it's gonna be interesting to see which team shows up for the Celtics if they can get. Um, if we can have our best games now, that would be fucking phenomenal and not have any hiccups because you can't have any hiccups in the finals. So if the Celtics can hit shots, which I think they're going to, um, I think what was overlooked by a lot of these, uh, by a lot of betters is the fact that the Celtics did get rest coming yeah. off of the heat series. I was looking at the obviously watching the game and it said that the, you know, the finals were going to start on Thursday. I was like, damn, they get like, they get three full days of rest coming into this game. You know, that's. That's huge. They're a young team. They got young legs there. They know, especially for Rob Will, that's massive. So I think if Rob Will can play a lot and I think that the Celtics are going to be in good shape.
1: Yeah, I think the only concern is how well the Celtics play on defense and how stagnant they can be at times. Both concerns are with the Celtics uh, because we know the Warriors put up points and give up points um, more than the Celtics do. So
0: but yeah, I, I like the over there. I think the Warriors are at a point now where you know what you're going to get from them. I don't think that they're going to have many flukes from here yeah. on out. I think that they're, they've are they really hit their stride. And I think it's going to take the Boston Celtics best for probably six games, possibly seven games in order to beat these Warriors. But, you know, the Celtics can't take nights off like they have against the Bucs and specifically the Heat. We saw some crazy blowouts. So the Celtics are going to need to show up in all seven, hopefully seven or hopefully six if we win games of the of this series. Uh, but you know, if we're looking at series prices here, we have the Celts coming in at plus 135, Warriors coming in at minus 155. Jordan, I mean, it seems like the Warriors have everything with them to win this series. It's but also 155 doesn't seem like that much juice to pay. So, you know, what does this line tell you about what Vegas is thinking is going to happen in this series?
1: If if you think the Warriors are going to win the series, I would wait because I think the Celtics are going to steal one of these games on uh, golden States court. I think it's going to be one, one going back to Boston. And as we know, the Celtics just it, it, home court doesn't seem to matter for them. So I, I would, if you want the warriors, I would wait till after game two or if the warriors lose game one. And cause there you're going to get uh, obviously better odds on the series price. I think right now I would probably take the celtics at plus 135 i don't know if it's going to get a whole lot better than that but i'm not i'm staying away from it um myself
0: it's dangerous because you could see the celtics going down oh two like that as well uh in the blink of an eye going back to boston which we know home home court hasn't meant everything to us but we've also been able uh to take home court advantage away from a lot of teams all playoffs throughout all three series we've been able to do that so I think the Celts, I like this game just has like a pivotal game or the series has just a pivotal game five written all over it. I can already see just two, two going back to Golden State. Um, But I really think that the Celts can scrap out a win in Golden State. If the Celts go down 0-2, though, I really don't see why you shouldn't bet the Celtics, right? The Celtics, when they have everything to play for, they've proven that they can, you know, like show up in those games. In really big games, the Celtics have shown up. I know probably Game Six of last series is probably where we didn't show up, but we show up in Game Seven against the uh, the Heat. We show up in Game Seven against the Bucks. So I think that there's no reason why if the Celts go down 0-2, this line doesn't get to plus one ninety five, maybe even plus one, you know, plus two hundred. So I I really think the Celts are going to win the series with the with the value here. I don't think betting the Warriors at plus or sorry minus one fifty five. Is worth paying that much because of what's I think that how this, how I think, and Jordan, you think as well, this series is going to go. I think the Celtics are going to steal one and it's going to be one one heading back to Boston, which means obviously the line is going to be shifted a bunch. Jordan, what do you think the Warriors are going to get to if that series goes back to Boston at one one?
1: Uh, probably I could see minus 130 ish, 135 maybe. Um, but, like, at what, minus what 155, that's that's basically telling you Vegas thinks this is a super close series. Like, right. this is a super tough series to predict, and I don't think it's worth it to just throw money on uh, either side because it's so unpredictable, and Vegas is telling you that
0: um, yeah, with, yeah. with these thoughts. completely agree. I think paying the juice is not really worth it here. Uh, I know the public, yeah. obviously. Public loves, ba- like, scoring basketball high – fast paced basketball and the Warriors have been giving that to them. So it makes sense why everyone's on the Warriors, which I think is a perfect place for the Celtics to come in and steal possibly even game one uh, of this series. But I do think the Celtics make it one, one going back to Boston. But, you know, I, th- I think the public is all over the Warriors for a valid reason, but I understand that, you know, Vegas, when they make lines, they want you to pick a side they are trying to bait you into taking a side. That's what the lines are meant to do. And I think the line is, Base, You know, for the series price and for game one are really trying to bait you into taking the uh, Warriors here. So I think it's a great place for the Celtics if you want a little value, a little plus money. When we come back, we're going to go over the MVP favorites uh, or our MVP favorites for the finals. Um, some plays we like, some plays that are just absolute blasphemy. So we'll be right back with those. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. We are looking at now. Um, we are now looking at the finals MVP prices here. Finals MVP favorites. Finals MVP lines. Jordan, which which line sticks out to you? Honestly, the
1: best value I see is Jalen Brown at plus a thousand. Uh, Tatum is plus one hundred and fifty, and we've seen that Jalen can be just as good as Tatum so I think that's just too big of a discrepancy if you're looking for value I think it's on Jalen there because he's shown that he can have you know he can average 25 plus and if he does that on good efficiency maybe Tatum has you know a little bit of a down series and Jalen becomes that guy in a few games down the stretch I could see Jalen winning it um
0: if the Celtics win I think that's the best value uh what do you got? I honestly am looking on the other side. I'm looking at Clay Thompson plus 400, or plus 1400. Sorry. I mean, there's there's a really high possibility that Clay could just come out and be very solid for all of the series, right? You know, you don't need to wait until Game Six, Clay. I think Clay could really dial it in, put up probably like a 35 point performance, maybe a couple 35 point performances, and and really take over this Finals. He's a player like Jalen Brown that has the ability of a superstar and the ability to put up points like nobody else so you know clay at plus 1400 and brown at plus 1000 i mean those are two 1b guys that could easily on any given night be the 1a and can really just take over a game and can really help you win the series but you know looking at the favorites here tatum at plus 150 curry at minus 110 i i mean if i'm a betting man which i am <laughs> i'm not taking curry at minus 110 uh i mean
1: i don't know it it He's obviously never won the finals MVP. I don't I don't know. I would take Curry at -110 if if I if I think the Warriors are going to win the finals, I would take Curry at -110. But I want to throw out just before we move on to the favorites, I want to throw out one more blasphemous name and that's Andrew Wiggins at +3300. 3, I think we've seen guys like Wiggins, the guy that that guards the team's best player and then somehow has a great series on offense. We've seen, you know, Andre Iguodala do that and, and win the finals MVP. Uh, Kawhi did it in uh, San Antonio. I think that's decent value there too. It's super far out, but if if you're looking for something fun and a guy to root for, plus 3,300 on, on Wiggins is, I think, pretty good value. Um, but what's your what's your thoughts on
0: Steph, going back to that? So, you know, you really have to be sure that the Warriors are going to win the finals in order to bet Steph. Um, but I think if you think either one of these teams, if your heart is set that either one of these teams are going to win the finals, which I honestly don't really know who is right now. I know yeah. a lot of people are very set on it. I'm not, but betting these, you know, these, these player, uh, these, sorry, these MVPs might be your best way to go because the way the series has gone and the way the NBA is now, the best player often wins the awards when it comes to, you know, final, like conference finals, MVP, like Jason Tatum, I think was not really our best player in MVP. I think that award uh, deserved to go to Brown for the games that he put up, but you know, realistically, it's just how it is. The superstar is going to win these awards. So if you really think the Celtics or the warriors, if your heart is set that one of those teams are going to win the finals, Why not bet Curry minus 110 and then Tatum at plus 150 instead of paying all that juice for, you know, Warriors to win the finals at minus 155 and then Tatum or sorry, the Celtics win the finals at plus 135. Right. I really think that the way this series is going to go, I think either one of these superstars is going to win the MVP. So that's why I would, if you're, if you're really set on betting uh, a finals, you know, a finals winner, I would bet just these, these finals MVPs, because I think that's where, you know, that's there's a lot of value there, honestly, compared I to think, the
1: serious prices. I think that's actually a really good point. If you think the Warriors are going to win, you can pay minus 110 just to have Steph
0: win exactly. That them exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I think that that's a great point.
0: So, you know, moving on, I think that there's really, realistically, only five or four guys, but, you know, someone you can never write off in the playoffs to have some massive games is fucking Draymond Green. His. You know his value to the Warriors can can never be understated. I mean, or sorry, can never be overstated. That guy is more valuable than honestly Clay or Steph. So, you know, he's only plus fourteen hundred two. He's even with Clay Jordan. Do you think he could have? You know, you think he has a chance at winning MVP? I don't. I just don't see him putting up the stats. I I, I think he can have a
1: a huge impact. But even in the scenario that he has a huge impact, I just I can't see him averaging like over. 15 points or even over like
0: 12 points. I, and I don't think that's going to be enough. Right. And I also think that at plus 1400, you're not getting enough money there to, bet I agree on Draymond, you know, to be even with clay. I mean, Draymond has to have a nuts series stats wise in order to, to reach that value. So, you know, I don't think there's enough value across the board on the other players to bet on them. But like I said, my point rests with, you know, if you, if you really set on one of these teams winning the finals, I would just bet these MVPs, man, because, you know, you're paying so much less or you're getting so much more value if you bet Tatum or if you bet Curry. So, yeah, no, I think that's going to be something to obviously monitor throughout the finals as well. If, you know, if, if Brown steps up and has a massive game, maybe his odds get better. And maybe, you know, if the Celtics can can take one that, you know, maybe betting Brown wouldn't be a terrible bet. So it's going to be something to monitor throughout the finals, but I'm, ex- I'm really excited for it, Jordan. What do you think is going to happen tomorrow? Just, just as a general vibe of, of a basketball analyst, how do you think it's going to go?
1: I think the Celts are going to come out hot and uh, shoot very well in the first half. And then I think the Warriors are just like they do going to go on a big run in the second half and, and close us out. But I am hopeful that if we come out, all, all I, all I want as a Celtsman man is for us to come out and shoot the ball well and show that we can compete on the Warriors home court uh, if we lose in a close game, I'm happy. I don't want to get blown out, I and think I don't think getting
0: no. I don't, I completely agree. I think getting blown out would be completely embarrassing. I think it would show the rest of the country that the Celts think that we don't belong here, uh, or Celts think that they don't belong, or fucking people think that the Celtics don't belong there. Sorry, Jesus Christ. So I really think the Celts come out hot. I think they come out looking to to give, um, deliver a really strong statement and a really strong message, not only to the Warriors but to the rest of the country that the Celtics are here to fucking play. You know, we yeah. are in the finals for a reason. We had a really tough road to get here, man. And you can say that everyone's been, you know, everyone's been banged up with the Bucks not having Middleton, the Heat not being in full strength by the end of the series. But I mean, you really can't write off these seas. Yeah. I, I think
1: just one more thing I want to throw in is I think the South tomorrow are going to show the Warriors that this is a defense that they have not seen yet. I know the Warriors, the, the Mavericks are a decent defensive team, but, The Warriors have not seen a a team play defense like the Celts do. Smart's going to do his thing on Steph. Hopefully this is something I was going to I wanted to bring up. I think Smart's going to draw a lot of offensive fouls on Draymond setting screens for Steph. Uh, And I hope Draymond gets a couple of texts. But, yeah, I I just think uh, the Celtics match up with the Warriors better than anyone else in the league. And I think we can just show everyone that we belong here.
0: Historically, we've been putting up pretty good, uh, a pretty good fight against the Warriors. And I know even in like 2018, I think the Celtics, the whole Celtics team was like, we thought we were going to beat this Warriors team. We really thought we had this Warriors team when they lost to LeBron in game seven. But they really thought they had this Warriors team. They've been looking for the Warriors number for a long time now. They've been waiting to get here. And honestly, if you're the Celtics and you've been there through everything, if you're Tatum and Brown and smart, I don't think there's another team you want to play right now. I really think you want to beat the Warriors and prove to the NBA that you're the fucking team to beat. You had a horrible first half of the year, but you guys came like as a Celtics team, we came out of nowhere and now we're in the fucking finals playing the Warriors. And we have a legit chance at winning this fucking thing.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Uh, You want to uh, get onto some props real quick?
0: Yeah. Jordan, what are your, what are your favorite props for tomorrow's slate? For tomorrow's game? Jesus Christ. So
1: yeah, I have four that I like. So my first one is Draymond under eight and a half points. At minus 126. I think game one is just a feel out game and he's going to look to distribute. Um, and also, Looney's been playing so well. He might take a, a couple minutes from Draymond and have him play less than expected. And on top of that, the Celts just have an amazing interior defense. It's not easy to finish over Rob Will and Al. So,
0: yeah, that's my first one. What about you? I think you have to depend on Rob Will to give significant minutes in order for Draymond to keep that number down. But, you know, Draymond is capable of hitting a couple threes on back-to-back possessions and that's getting him to six really quickly. So, you know, just like the Warriors team in general, I think his explosiveness, his potential explosiveness could be something to to keep an eye on and something to be weary of when you're betting uh, that prop. My first pick, and I absolutely love this pick, is Andrew Wiggins over 15 and a half points. I mean, he has hit this prop so much in the playoffs. He had it so many times last series and it always just seems to be hovering at 15 and a half. It's 122, so you're paying a little juice, but really not that much for for 15 and a half for Wiggins. He just has seemed uh to find a way to to score the basketball on all, you know, mainly at the rim and at the three-point line as well. He's been knocking down those threes pretty consistently, so I could see Wiggins getting to, you know, 17, 18 points by the end of the game. Yeah,
1: Wiggins has just been so locked in, uh just playing like He's in the the best role that he's ever been in, and it's just a perfect fit for him. Uh, so yeah, that's that's seems seems to be easy money these um, past couple games that he's played in. But uh, my next one, I have Steph over five and a half assists at minus one twenty four. I think honestly, the Celtics are going to try to harass Steph a lot and try to get the ball out of his hands. And at home, I'm I'm going to expect the Warriors' role players to hit more open shots. I also think it's going to be a close game, so I'm expecting Steph to play long minutes. Uh, and like I said before, it's game one, and he's going to look to get other guys involved, get into the flow of things. And he also, he's also he been passing the ball really well. He's He averaged uh, seven and a half assists last series, so I can see him getting to six pretty easily.
0: That, I mean, I completely agree. Uh, my next prop actually has to do with rebounds, and it's going to be Steph Curry's rebounds over 4.5 minus 143. It always seems that, especially in the garbage time in the fourth quarter when you know teams are behind and just trying to put up shots, it seemed like Steph kind of runs away from it, lets him shoot it, and scrapes boards. He always seems to get those couple shitty uh, shitty boards at the end of the game. So I really think that Steph can hit 4.5 or 5 rebounds. Sorry, I know you're paying a significant amount of juice for this one, but – Realistically, I think that it is uh, a solid play there. You know, he had four rebounds in the first quarter of game four against the Mavericks and didn't get a rebound the rest of the game. But still, I think that, you know, the potential for Steph to get the rebounds is there, which is why I like his over. I know you're paying a lot, but I really like that over.
1: I love that play. Uh, I, I've seen the same thing you have with Steph's rebounds. He's very active chasing after uh, long rebounds, and he's so fast that it's it's easy for him to hit that number. My next one I have Clay under twenty seven and a half points, rebounds, and assists at minus one twenty four. I think I, I kind of see Clay struggling to get open shots um, against the Celts defense. He's gonna have a tough matchup, uh, regardless of who's on him, whether it's Tatum, Jalen, Smart, whoever switches on him. Uh, I think we're just gonna make it tough on him. He relies on either you know hitting open shots in transition or hitting you know really tough back down fadeaways and I don't think he's going to hit those shots against uh, the Celtics length and then on top of that I just don't see him getting many assists or rebounds rebounds are just hard to come by against the Celts and he's not a great passer so I don't see him getting to
0: 27 and a half PRAs my final play my final prop is going to be one with plus money it's going to be Tatum over five and a half assists a plus 110 I think his ability as a playmaker is going to be Uh, a major factor in whether the Celtics win this series or not. If he can continue to draw to and make good passes to open teammates, I think that the Celtics are going to be in a really good shape. And I also think that obviously the Celtics players are going to knock down some shots. We're going to have to hit shots in this series to hang with this Warriors team. And I think that Tatum is going to be a big part of the distribution of those shots and be diming up a lot of teammates because we've seen his playmaking ability take a massive step here in this playoffs. And I don't think this series can be any different. I think the Warriors are going to come in keying on Tatum because of what he can do. So I really believe that Tatum can get six assists tomorrow night or tonight. Sorry uh, when this pod goes up, but you know, you're getting plus money. I gave out two plays. You got to pay a little juice on. So I wanted to give out a play where you got plus money. Jordan, do you have one more pop?
1: Yeah, I have one more. Uh, it's same explanation as my last one. Clay under three and a half threes, minus threes minus one twenty-seven. That's that, that number is just too high. Steph's number is three and a half two, And, uh, I'm, I'm going under all day on clay. I know he's so explosive, but on, on just any given night, three and a half is, is too much.
0: Yeah, and also I think that Clay takes a while to settle into to series and, and settle into games. So I wouldn't be shocked if he has a very explosive game three or game four coming out strong. And he also starts game – when he starts games very well, he's very dangerous. So yeah. it's all about how how Clay starts. If he comes out and sees that first three go, I mean, Jesus Christ, watch the fuck out. But if he comes out and um, and I think they're going to – I think the Warriors are going to be very amped up to be back here. And I know they've been here before, but I think they're going to be very excited – and I think Clay isn't going to have a great start, which would lead to him not having a phenomenal game. And, you know, three and a half threes, that's a lot of fucking threes to make, especially with the Celtics defense. It's going to be interesting to see how the Celtics play the Warriors along the perimeter. I think we're going to give up a lot of back doors. I think a lot of yes. off-ball shit's going to be a problem for us. But, you know, that has nothing to do with Clay hitting threes. So with that being said, I love that play. When we come back, we're going to go over our cards from last pod, my, uh, my card, and then Feig. Fy- Fikes card as well unfortunately he's not here and we're going to give out our final cards and full picks for uh today actually thursday june 2nd so stay tuned for that we'll be right back ladies and gentlemen welcome back we are here to give out our full cards for tomorrow uh or today rather now i guess it's 12:06 a.m thursday june 2nd so this these are our cards for thursday june 2nd jordan why don't you give us your first pick
1: all right, yeah. So my first play tomorrow is in the NHL. I'm going with the Oilers puck line plus one and a half at minus one forty five. Um, I saw fifty six percent of the money on this play with, uh, or sorry, fifty six percent of the bets on this play with eighty eight percent of the money. So I'm gonna follow the money here. Uh, the Oilers showed they can they can play this team tough. I think they, uh, you know, make it a close game the whole way. In if they lose, I, I think they lose by one in a close grinded out game. So yeah, Oilers uh
0: to lose by one or win. Perfect. So my first play for tomorrow is gonna to be the over seven and a half in the Yankees and Angels game. They didn't play today, so this is game. I don't know. I think this is only game for the day. Yeah. So this is the 705 start on um on today. Fuck, holy shit. Let me restart that. So my first play of the day is going to be over seven and a half in the Yankees and angels game. Otani is on the bump for the angels, but this is really a bet on Otani not being great. It's three and three with a three, three, five, uh, three four, five, sorry. And then they got talion or Talian or however the fuck you say it on the, uh, on the bump for the Yankees. He's five and one with a two, four, nine, but you know, I think it's about time the angels bats have a good day. They only put up one run the other night. Yankees put up nine Yankees bats are obviously healthy and very strong you know, and I think they can light up Otani at Yankee stadium. And I think the angels bats finally get something rolling and uh, can put up some runs for tomorrow. So only hitting eight runs isn't a ton with uh, two good pitchers on the bump, but I think it does get there.
1: Yeah. Okay. So my uh, next one is also in the MLB. I have the reds minus minus one thirty over the nationals. Um, this pitcher for the nationals, I don't know how to say his name, but he's having a really rough go at it this year. Uh, it's Joan Adon is what I'm going to call it. One and eight. Yeah, one and eight with a 6.11 ERA. Uh, and then uh, the pitcher for the Reds, Ashcraft, has a uh, 1.76 ERA. The Reds are also coming off the game where they kind of got railed by the Red Sox, and they're, they're looking for a, a big bounce back win against a pitcher who's really struggling. So I think they get that done. Minus 130. Uh, I like that.
0: It's funny. He gave out this play on the TikTok today, too, and I'm going to give it out on my full card tomorrow. I know it didn't hit for the TikTok today. That was Twins' money line, minus 110. But we're going to go with the Twins again, minus 130 tomorrow against the Tigers. You know, they got Archer on the mound tomorrow. He's 0-2 with a 4-1-9. Detroit uh, for Detroit, with a, well, he's 1-2 with a 3 ERA. I just think that the Twins don't drop three in a row to the Tigers. The Twins are a good club uh, coming in at a record of 30-22. and Tigers are 20-30. and You know, it's an early game. There's no atmosphere in Detroit when it's an early game, especially during the week. I know it's a Friday, but it's still technically during the week. So, you know, it's going to be an empty, empty Tiger Stadium tomorrow or whatever the fuck they call it. I think the Twins don't drop three in a row to the shitty ball club. And I think they get a win tomorrow.
1: Nice. Um, Yeah, so that's all I had for my full plays. But I want to know what your uh, play of the day is in the MLB.
0: So I actually had one more play to give out. It's gonna be Brewers minus one fifteen against the Padres. The Padres bats have looked fucking terrible. Uh, you know, two good pitchers on the bump tomorrow. Uh Manea and Hauser for the Brewers. Hausers three and five with the three six nine and Manea for the Padres, two and three the four oh two. The Padres bats have not shown me that they can fucking do anything in the past like month. So I'm really not to worry about them, except Luke Voigt. That guy can hit the fucking baseball. But I'm going to give out the Brewers tomorrow. My favorite play is going to be the over 77 and a half in the Yankees and Angels game. Jordan, what is your play so we can put it together in a little parlay and uh, hopefully make the listeners some money?
1: Yeah, my my play of the day is the one I just gave out, the Reds at minus 130. So I really like Reds minus 130 and the Yanks over. I think that's a good little two-teamer or 2 legger.
0: There you go. We're going to lay those two up. Um, if we're reflecting, looking back on our last podcast, I had another four in one day, man. I had a fucking incredible day. I know FIG has had a great start to the week as well. Last podcast, I hit the over nine and the Yankees angels. I hit the under eight and the Padres and cards. I hit Yanks money line. The only one I lost was Red Sox money line, which was FIG's play of the day. And then I hit the Mets spread. So shit's been going pretty good over here on this podcast. So if you want to start making some coin, hopefully, tune in and uh you know make some coin tail us fade us that would be a mistake but you know nevertheless thank you always for listening and uh have a great day